0: I know that I've been at that stage and it's miserable because I am actively scoping out, trying to figure out ways that you are still wrong, that you are still messing up the marriage and it becomes toxic, not only just for you and the marriage, but for me internally, it's gross. It is this nasty, exhausting way to be in relationship with you.
1: Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, does your marriage suffer from marital remorse?
0: Perfect.
1: Thank you. The Call, sixth, dang. sixth time is the Generally, <laughs> <laughs> marital remorse. <laughs> you try that. I bet you can't do that. Okay. Um, tricky. <laughs>
0: you sound like a squid
1: <laughs> What are we talking about today, honey? We
0: are gonna talk about uh, something that I created called marital remorse I ah. I saw so many couples going through the same descent into frustration, discouragement, disappointment uh, and and it started to look like what I like buyers' remorse right except, It's around their marriage. So I called it marital remorse. And there's actually five very, very clear stages on on the internal mental attitude people go through um, as they become frustrated, disappointed, um, disillusioned with their marriage. And I thought it'd be good to go through these these five stages just simply because it's come up a lot in my clients recently. Right,
1: That's a great idea.
0: Yep. So uh, the first stage is actually discouragement or Disappointment. This is the stage that just basically says, My spouse doesn't make me happy anymore, or I expected my marriage to be easier or better or more fun or more exciting or or anything else like that. Or even why isn't my marriage as good as right. insert some other couple here?
1: Right. And I and I think every marriage goes through that yeah. at some point. That's just part of the ups and downs of normal. Yeah, Even healthy yeah. marriages. That's
0: what a lot of people say. Well, the honeymoon's over,
1: right? Exactly. Just
0: because you're not living on the on the pheromone, pheromones and the hormones and the warm fuzzies right. and the excitement and, the and and all of that has got kind of worn off because right. you're now used to this person, right? And, exactly. Again, statistically that can show up anywhere from six months to 18 months, two years. Mm-hmm. But they you know, around that two-year mark is oftentimes when that honeymoon period wears off and the hard work begins. Right. But that's stage one, discouragement or disappointment. From there it leads into stage two, which is fear. I am afraid that I might have made a mistake by getting married, or I'm afraid I might have married the wrong person. person. Um Sometimes they might say, if only I knew then what I knew now, I might have made a different decision. Right. Or the one that probably feels the strongest is I feel stuck. I'm afraid that I am stuck in a bad marriage or in a relationship that is going to make me miserable. And that fear of I'm stuck, I can't get out things aren't going to get better Mm -hmm. that that starts to lead people into the stage three, which is accusations. Your survival brain at that part kicks in and says, there must be something wrong with my spouse. It's their fault. And if only they would start doing X, Y, or Z, or if they would stop doing X, X, Y, Y, or or Z. Z, then I could finally be happy. We always tend to put the blame somewhere else rather than looking at ourselves. And, It's the normal part of our survival brain that that kicks in at that point. Right. Unfortunately, when you're in that accusation stage, uh, confirmation bias kicks in a lot because you're already sad because you're already frustrated. Your brain starts to disproportionately pick out the negative things about the other person that you already believe are there and you already believe it's their fault.
1: Right. So, so that would be like they could do 25 really great things yep. and two things that, that are, are negative. negative and your brain would only pick up on those two negative things because it confirms what you are already thinking or believing about them.
0: And you would literally miss the 25 good things because your brain's not looking for them. Right, And and confirmation bias is a real, real um, marriage killer and, and becoming aware of that. But that happens usually in stage three. Again, it's accusations. It's all about the other person. Mm-hmm. That that then leads really easy to stage four, which is pride, because we've made our our spouse the villain. We make ourselves the hero, and now you say, "Look at all the stuff that I have done to make our marriage work," and they haven't done anything. Mm. Look at everything that I've done, and I have worked my butt off, and I have been this way and that way and that way. And we tend to actually um, elevate our efforts uh, disproportionately, mm-hmm. pridefully, and we and we diminish the other person's behaviors disproportionately as well. And so the pride gets in the way and that leads clearly to stage five, which is now this hardening. And I see it a lot with couples who come into my office and that's the person who says, I am not going to do anything else in this marriage until you start doing something. Mm. You need to uh, make up for lost time. You need to start pulling your weight. You need to start doing something to make this marriage work. And I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to watch you. And I'm going to see if you actually do it. I'm not going to actually put any more effort or energy into the marriage until you catch up to me.
1: And sadly, when they do that, they still have that confirmation bias coming along. So it's not, no matter what the other spouse does, they're not going to see those steps that they're taking to make change.
0: Exactly. And that's why it's actually called the hardening stage. That stage five is because you've hardened your heart and it's actually really, really difficult for that heart to soften by watching their behavior because right. the reality is it's not their problem. Right. Now, let's be really, really clear. there are things that your spouse can do which absolutely can contribute to the dysfunction of the marriage, and they do need to take responsibility for it, right. But I have never, ever, ever seen a marriage where it is one hundred percent the other person's fault that that the marriage falls apart. There is always um, mutual responsibility, right it's not always proportional there's always sometimes one person is contributing more to the dysfunction than the other person sure. but both parties absolutely have some responsibility
1: right and and i was going to say when when you get to that hardening place for for there to be change you actually have to make a choice to be open yep. to become soft yep. and that's not easy to do and and that's not the responsibility of your spouse nope. any nothing that they do can make you make those choices you have to make that on your own
0: so the reason we're talking about marital remorse right now is because this whole uh, process this whole series actually makes pre-existing marriage problems worse the the marital remorse stuff never ever fixes the problem it never contributes to the solution in the marriage it always guaranteed to make it worse and so If we're working backwards, we have to probably get this out of the way first, this idea of marital remorse so that you can actually start working on the Real, Real, legitimate issue that are that are in the relationship without making it worse. Right. I mean, it's the same thing as getting an infection. And and then you don't clean it. You don't go to the doctor. You just, you know, keep squirting Windex on it to try to make the infection go away. you just stitch
1: it up so it stays closed. Exactly.
0: The way you are treating it is not actually helping the wound. And so you have to change change the bad treatment of the wound so that now you can actually fix the wound that was already there might be a lame metaphor but (laughs) I think people will get it marital remorse always makes things worse and so Every time I bring this up and I walk clients and walk couples through this process, you can watch the light bulbs come on in right. their heads. And I always ask them, what stage are you in? And usually they will clearly identify. Now, what makes it really fun is as I sit with couples, I am going through these stages in my head going, he's here, she's there. And then when I ask them, I, I try to see, you know, how close are they to what I am assessing them as right. a professional. And what's really so surprising but also encouraging is uh, most times the couples get exactly what i am seeing as well which tells me when people have this framework to understand their coping mechanisms right and they can have words to kind of describe what's going on they can actually start to accurately assess the relationship and now have a way out
1: right the nice thing is because it brings honesty into that situation and, and it takes the blame aspect exactly. so they're not focused on their spouse. They're actually thinking about, oh, where am I? Yep. And taking that responsibility piece. And yep. that that's really helpful.
0: The other thing that is so helpful about this is this is not unique to one couple. This no. is every couple out there. You and I have probably gone through some, certain of these stages. Sure. If you were to ask me, if I were to ask you, do we even want to do this? You know, sure. What stage do you think we are in? when it comes to the five stages of marital remorse
1: for me yeah. I don't think I'm in any of them Yeah, to be honest
0: where do you think you were at some point in our marriage when it probably was the least healthy Um, how far down did you get I think it's fair to say that you were probably discouraged or disappointed
1: sure I, I think I I think I've probably been well you know if I was really honest, I'm sure at some point I've been hardened. Yeah. I mean, I can't I, I I'm sure I don't know how you could not be at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um and so uh we we work hard. Yeah. And so I probably wasn't there for very long or we got the help that we needed to right. get out of that. Um not to a hardened place of I don't want to be married to you anymore, but mm-hmm. just that hardened, I have done everything I can.
0: And now I want him to just start doing something. Yes, Yeah, I'm sure. I know that I've been at that stage and it's miserable. Yeah. Because I am actively scoping out, trying to figure out ways that you are still wrong, that you are still messing up the marriage and it becomes toxic, not only just for you and the marriage, but for me internally, it's gross. It is this nasty, exhausting way to be in relationship with you.
1: Right. Well, and and... I think you would agree with this, that I know that you have been in the accusation stage as yep, well. I slide and, that. and because you've actually told me yeah. you, there was a point where you came and told me, I have to tell you this, but I just keep making accusations about you over yeah. and over in my mind. And I need to talk to you about that so I can move beyond that exactly. so that I can quit doing that in my mind so that you know where I'm at and oh, that was a painful conversation yeah. because I didn't know you were thinking all those things about me. Uh, I think every marriage goes through these at some point yep. because marriage is hard. Yep, It's not all fluffy yep. bunnies and cherries on the top of the ice cream or you however go. you want to call it. <laughs> Rosy glasses.
0: <laughs> what is also true is the longer you're in the lower stages, the fours and the fives, the pride and the hardening, um, you start to lose hope. Right. You start to actually question if things actually can get better and so that f- that lack of hope or hopelessness yeah that's hard now starts to kind of become a feedback loop and it comes mm-hmm. of build on top of each other and and it now is kind of the the death spiral of a lot of marriages and right. so our goal in bringing these five stages of the marital remorse process to your attention is so that you can evaluate where you're at. And if you are in the lower, you know, the fours and fives, maybe you've been in threes for the while, those accusations, um, and you're going, yes, this is now actually become a cancer. It's become this toxic dynamic in our relationship. Um, and we need some help. We need to figure out how to get out of some of this. Um, There's a couple things you can do. Um, Number one would be if it's like really, really, really bad, I strongly suggest you go sit with a a couples therapist who can Mm -hmm. start to give you a framework. And again, every couples therapist should give you a framework, a process to walk out of these things. It isn't just helpful to go and talk about your feelings all the time. That's not good therapy. There needs to be a model. There needs to be a, a plan in place so that it is productive it's um, a good use of your time energy and money it actually has measurable growth your marriage actually gets better
1: because that those little measurable growth pieces are what keeps you motivated to move forward
0: exactly or the next thing that you can do is you can um, go to securemarriage.com. you can actually do an assessment of your relationship on the six parts of the secure marriage framework and actually find out the areas that you are struggling in the most um, so that you can start to have an understanding of what do I need to work on? How, how can I change myself rather than trying to fix my spouse first? Because we guarantee it. The minute you start getting healthier, your spouse sees you and says, I want a piece of that. I actually want to be healthier as well. We guarantee it. That's how it works. Yep. So if you want to change your spouse, start changing yourself. Yep. The third option that we have is actually a new option that we're doing. It's actually um, a, a marriage challenge. And this one is actually very specific to the five parts of marital remorse here. We're actually calling it the critical monster challenge. We're doing it in mid-October of 2020. And the whole premise is that we're going to get a group of people together and start a seven day challenge to see if you can go seven days without criticizing, critiquing or questioning your spouse. Every time they say something and you disagree. That little piece of your survival brain kicks in and says, I better correct them. Right. I'm just being helpful. You know, you're welcome. I just told you how wrong you are. And it never works out that way. They never come back to you and say, oh, my loving spouse, thank you so much for caring about me so much for telling me how wrong I am. Blessed be your head. I mean, they don't do that. No. They never do that. It always triggers their defensive brain. It always triggers their survival brain. And causes more conflict, more tension, more stress, more fights, and makes marriage miserable. Yeah. And so we got this idea because you have been doing a buttload of 5Ks and 10Ks and challenges and runs and, and muddy dashes yeah. and tough mutters. You, you have thrived on doing these hard things. And they are hard. Yeah. I mean, really hard Um, But when you do it together, when you do it with a group of people, when you do it in an allotted amount of time, and when there's tchotchkes at the end. (laughs) When there's prizes.
1: <laughs> the swag. Don't forget the swag.
0: That is what motivates some people to actually make things better. And what better um, purpose of, of working on yourself than making your marriage better? So right. we're going to do a seven-day marriage challenge. If you want to find out about it, you can go to securemarriage.com slash challenges, plural, at the end. And this is where we're going to have all the challenges. What we're going to be doing long-term is um, the first week of every month. We're going to be doing a a different seven-day challenge. So it's going to be 12 per year. And and this coming one is called the Critical Monster Challenge because we could try to get rid of the criticism, get rid of the critique, get rid of the questioning of your spouse, and see how that makes your marriage better. And for some of you, that might be hard. hard. I mean, that might be really challenging to bite your lip and to not critique or question or or challenge your spouse in some way.
1: Or to say, you should do it this way, even if you're not being critical or critiquing. You're
0: being helpful, air quotes. (laughs) Yes.
1: I wouldn't know anything (laughs) about that.
0: No, not at all. Again, this is all theory for people out there. We never have to work on this. Obviously, we have to work on this a lot, and so if you and I are stuck doing this, we better make other people miserable with us and make <laughs> them, you know, join us again for the purpose of making marriage better. Right. So, if you're interested in that, slash challenges you'll be able to register uh, at that site. And um, there is a fee, and again, there's a small fee, because if you don't invest in something, you don't take it seriously. Right. Research has just clearly shown that over and over and over. You don't have something at stake. If you haven't put something that you value, like your hard-earned money, uh, if you don't invest something, you don't take it seriously. And so we want to make it possible for people to be successful in this. So right. we are asking them to commit to the challenge, unapologetically. Yep. We do that you know, with clear conscience.
1: Yeah, I, just even with all the challenges yeah. that I've done this year, yeah. um, fifty miles in a month or yeah. one hundred and twenty-four over a certain amount month, um, I wouldn't keep. I wouldn't finish them out if I hadn't invested money in them. I've wanted to do all these things this year, but um, I wouldn't stay motivated if no. I wasn't in financially investing in, in them. I will tell you that I don't invest in the ones that don't have swag, though, Oh yeah, because I want have, the prize at the end. you got to have the, the tchotchkes. The prize at the bottom of the Cracker Jack box. So anyway, that investment is, yep. is really important. Yep.
0: So if all of this sounds interesting and you want to overcome marital remorse, if you recognize this is a thing going on in our marriage and we need to change it, um, securemarriage.com for the um, assessment quiz or securemarriage.com slash challenges. If you want to join us in our critical monster challenge coming up in October, either way, we hope that the information here uh, that we've given you in this podcast episode is helpful. It it changes your marriage in miraculous and revolutionary ways because this last 20 minutes is going to be the best time of your life. We, we know it. We just know that it's going to be that way. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. We really enjoy doing these and we're glad um, to help Anyone who happens to be listening to this, I'm kind of rambling now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you later. All righty. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.